Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. John Mozeliak got himself a contract extension yesterday with the Cardinals. Two-year deal extends through 2025. Reported first by Derek Gould of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch with Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. And joining us right now is our partner in crime via the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line, former Cardinals reliever, World Series champion, the one and only Brad Thompson. What's up, BT? What's going on, fellas? How we doing today? We're doing great, and so is is Johnny Moe here. Uh, what What does this mean? What does this contract extension mean for the next two years for the Cardinals? Well, a couple things. One, uh, I'm very interested to know what the uh, reaction has been. <laughs> has it been mainly uh, super excited, which I'm, I'm leaning towards, or has it been uh, a little on the uh, other side of the fence? Actually, BT, you'd be shocked, um, and I mean this for real, a lot of people are supporting the move. From the Cardinals, we've got, you know, look, at there's uh, certainly a group of Cardinals fans that are not happy. They want, you know, they, they always want blood. But a lot of people, especially on the text line, have been very supportive. That They're, they're fine with I it. I knew. Yeah. I knew, Jamie, that our listeners were intelligent and they had this figured out. Okay, so now to, to my thoughts. How do you feel about it, BT? I don't like it, Jamie. I don't like it. <laughs> Okay. I think it should have been a five-year deal. Today. <laughs> I was like, what the hell just happened? There it happened? is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, what are they doing? Did I say it right, Mo? Yeah, <laughs> at least five. You're doing at least good, five Brad. years. No, yeah, thanks, Dad. I mean, uh, Mr. Mozilla. Uh, look, this is something we've preached it forever, right? It's, it's, for me, it's about continued success. This is what the organization has had. I get it. If you're going to yell, it's like, well, how many champions? Okay, all right, but if you – be careful of the other side. Like, that's kind of like what I always preach. So you think that you want this uh, rebuild and go spend and do all this. By the way, the spending has nothing to do with Mo. He is not the, the guy holding the purse strings. Uh, but uh, you had 15 consecutive winning seasons. I'm sure you guys all talked about this, man. There's only one team in baseball that's had a longer active win streak. That is, in fact, the Yankees. As we all know, the Cardinals have won a championship last since the Yankees have. Uh, and it's just been a steady presence. And I think that he's done a good job of growing a good brain trust there. Another thing that Mo has really done over the years, and this one was something that Bill DeWitt really wanted to see happen. I mean, he was at the forefront of this kind of analytic, uh, analytical movement. He's done a very good job of blending the two worlds, of keeping good baseball people around while still adding in some of the, uh, the numbers that – uh, the game is run by whether we love it or hate it. Like you, you better be on top of that. And I think he's done a good job of that as well. So for the next couple of years, I think that's what you're going to see even more of is implementing some of the data and the numbers, continue growing on that side, not just like the, the nerd stuff, 
but the like growing up like your pitching labs and like how do you how do you get these athletes to the next level uh, and investing some of the money into that. And I know, I uh, believe it was uh, Derek that kind of furthered this, uh, but talking about how his, his people under him, the roles are going to grow, right? They're going to continue, uh, you know, uh, the day-to-day opportunities of learning more and more. And there will be a secession plan at some point of, uh, uh, of who kind of ends up taking over one of these days, whenever Mo is done. But I think Gersh has done a very good job. I feel like Gersh's job, uh, nobody really knows what he does on the outside, but he's very instrumental in every move that they make. Gersh is the numbers guy, right? It, it, like he'll break everything down and he'll have statistical data on everything that they are doing. Uh, Randy Flores has done a really good job with the draft and getting a lot of high-end talent. And Randy is a guy that if he wanted to move organizations, I think that he could be a GM of, of a team right now. Absolutely. I, I know he could be. Uh, but he's very comfortable where he's at, and the organization has been good to him. Moises Rodriguez is doing a really good job. They just got a really good brain trust there, but I think that we're going to see some growth in some of those roles around Mo in the next couple of years. BT, the, the fans here in St. Louis, they commend Doug Armstrong for always keeping the window open as far as you know the championship or being a contender, where the Blues have only won you know one Stanley Cup in their history, which is fine, and one Stanley Cup under Doug Armstrong's supervision but he keeps the window open for the most part this year's a little bit different we'll see how it happens but he i'm sure he'll end up trying to keep the window open to get into the playoffs but john mosaylock when you look at his body of work he's been able to shift from some of that older talent that's moved on from now he's got goldie arenado he's kept the window open by continuing to bring in talent at least to get this team into the playoffs and win the division every year i know that's not necessarily what everybody wants but why can we praise one guy and then fault the other guy for it? Yeah, I think it's recency bias. Like, really? I mean, when you win a Stanley Cup a couple of years ago, I, I think that's what it is. And I, I think there's also this, this weird perception, too, right? Because uh, one of the things that we hear a lot, and it's true, it's absolutely true, is that, you know, Army and the Blues, they spend up to the cap, and the Cardinals aren't, aren't near the luxury tax. If that is your, your take on it, you're uninformed, right? Like, I mean, most teams uh, in the NHL are very close to their, their salary cap. There are very few teams in baseball that are tickling the, uh, the luxury tax. I think there's only one team right now that's over, and I think that's Cohen's Mets. So that might be about it. Uh, but it's, it, it, it's a different business when you're not dealing with the cap. So I think that's a lot of it that goes into the actual spending and the, the lack of big-time free agents that the Cardinals have brought in the last couple of years. I think that's kind of where the frustration ends up lying. But when you have continued success and you give yourself an opportunity every year to go chase a championship, I think that's what we'd like. I really do wonder what it would feel like, and there's no real way to do this, if you had a fan base that has been missing out on the playoffs for a long time in a rebuild. I wonder how that would feel here in St. Louis. Brad Thompson joining us right now on the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. BT, in your opinion, where is an area where Mo could improve over the next two years? Because every everybody can improve, everybody can evolve. What's an area that you feel like Mo Mo can get better at? Well, I think that overall they're going to have to get uncomfortable. I was just talking about spending. I think they're going to have to get uncomfortable spending even more money if you're trying to keep up with everybody else. So whether that more money is internal extensions for some of your guys so they don't go out there and try to hit free agency or uh, it it ends up having to pony up because you realize that there might be something missing on your staff, i.e. the ace that we keep talking about, 
at some point you're going to have to get uncomfortable and uh, the payroll is going to be higher than it was last year, but you're going to have to get even further on down the road. I think that's part of it, but that's less mo I think uh, than it is overall ownership and, you know, kind of how you view the, the way that you're spending. But overall, they, they've consistently done a very good job of just building that product. And I think they have to keep pouring into their minor league system uh, and keep retaining all of the, uh, the the talent that you have. Not talking about player talent, but uh, your, your scouts, your front office. Like, keep pouring into keeping these guys around because consistency is the key in some of these organizations. It's very difficult when you're moving pieces in and out of the front office to have that one singular focus. BT, just to kind of shift gears a little bit here, I wanted to talk about um, a couple of comments that were made by Ali Marmel, uh, and just talking about how there's going to be true competition. I believe that's how he worded it. I could be wrong, but basically paraphrasing that, you know, there's going to be true, legit competition at spring training this year for a lot of these guys. What are some of the positions? What are the areas you think where there's going to be true competition? And who are some of the guys that might be, you know, upsetting the apple cart with a good spring training? Yeah, I think your your true competitions are in two places. It's in your outfield and it ends up being in your bullpen. Those are generally uh, the two places. And a lot of that spillover in the outfield uh, will likely be the bench on this one. From left to right, we know what they want the outfield to be. They want it to be O'Neal, Carlson, Newtbar. Like, that's their perfect world. Everybody has good springs, and uh, they're good to go opening day starting against the Blue Jays. But there are some players, and most notably, and I think the most interestingly for Cardinal fans that could upset this, uh, is Jordan Walker at 20 years old. Like, Jordan Walker will have to hit his way onto this roster. There is nothing handed to him, and there should not be anything handed to him as high as the ceiling is for uh, for him. And I know uh, Anthony said the, the other day that the ceiling for this kid is Aaron Judge. He said the floor is Giancarlo Stanton, which, <laughs> look, that's – that's setting the kid up pretty high. But Anthony is a great evaluator. One-time shortstop. Turned out he was the second base. But, like, it's uh, that's, a, that's a big bar. It's a big hurdle, right, guys? Good in the clubhouse, though. To that one. Damn right. Yeah, it is. But he's a guy that, that everybody is interested in. Alec Burleson is another one. Dude, you got a, a left-handed hitter that's got some pop, that can hit for average, that gets on base at a high clip. He doesn't strike out much. I don't think that he's going to win you a gold glove in either one of the corner outfield spots, but he's another guy that could end up hitting his way onto this roster. I'm interested in Moises Gomez as well. Hit 39 bombs last year uh, in the minor leagues, paced all minor leaguers, and he's coming in with a legit opportunity. Like That's what it comes down to this spring is who is swinging it? Who has got that hot bat? There are certainly going to be guys that will get the nod where you just look and say, okay, well, if all things are equal, let's take the guy that we know. Let's take the contract or let's take this. But if somebody forces the hand where all things are not equal, I feel like you have to go that direction. I don't believe that anybody has done enough in this Cardinals outfield right now to say, well, okay, well, you deserve it. Not really. Like, you don't. Two years ago, uh, we believed that Tyler O'Neill deserved it. After last year, he's going to have to prove that he deserves it again. I still believe that there's a lot more there with Dylan Carlson, and consistently I think that he can be a better player. doesn't matter what I think. He has to go out and do that. Newt Bar, great job in the second half. Got on base at a high clip. He's dropping bombs already in BP. I think four out of his five swings are reporting he hit home runs. Look, 
these are all these are all great things. Do it again. Keep it up. But that's where the legit competition comes in. We all know this with the bullpen. Uh, you're always going to have somebody pop up. There's always some sort of an injury. You look at the pen right now. You got Helsley, Gallegos, Hicks, Stratton. Hudson is likely there uh, due to the fact that you know he's got his contract in Palante. That would be seven right-handers, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, six right-handers in the pen right there. That's without uh, Jamie. I know you've been really high on Drew Verhage. I mean, that's oh, why yeah. you're putting Verhage he's my guy. in the mix. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a bit of a sleeper knowing that he is on a uh, a guaranteed deal at $2.5 But who are the lefties? Who who is that? We Anthony and I were having this conversation last week. Who do you trust from the left side of the bullpen? Is your answer Henesis Cabrera, like, like uh, Anthony's was? But Anthony's answer was Henesis. Uh, mm, uh, I was like, yeah, and and I said, exact mm, Zach Thompson. Yeah, that was it. Like spot on. Those are so, the only like, two I'm looking at, to be honest, BT. Yeah, I mean, you've got Packy Naughton there, and, and, and if you're facing nothing but left-handers, you're good. If this, some sneaky team puts in a right-hander, <laughs> I'm not sure Naughton has anything for him at this point. Maybe he's he's uh, developed a little bit more over the offseason. Jojo Romero ended up getting some big outs for you. We'll see. They picked up uh, the, the lefty from the Royals, uh, Anthony Masevich, we'll go with, uh, until uh, <laughs> I figure out exactly how that is uh, pronounced. But they've got arms down there. They've got the uh, Wilking Rodriguez, who they picked up in the Rule 5 draft. And uh, for those that aren't familiar with the Rule 5 draft, the, the player has to stay on your active roster throughout the whole year. He could be on the IL, but he has to be on your big league roster. If he doesn't, uh, doesn't make the big league roster, he has to be offered back uh, to his old team, uh, which would be the Yankees in this, uh, this instance. But hard-throwing right-hander, they're going to find out what they have in him. I'm excited about the competition in the bullpen. I think those are always good. But the one that I, I want to see, I feel like everybody else out there wants to see, is the excitement in the outfield. Like, what does that look like? Because if they figure that out, and uh, opening day, there are going to be three outfielders out there. I mean, that's just kind of the rules, and they're going to have somebody there. But do they have, like, three dudes out there? That's what I want to find out. Uh, BT, just uh, one clarification. I-, I said that Jordan Walker's ceiling was arson judge and his floor was Mike Stanton. You know what? I don't pay attention very well. I uh-huh. feel like the floor is still the same. The ceiling changes a little bit, though. Uh, no, I meant Mike Stanton, the old left-handed pitcher for the Reds. Remember him? Hot damn. Yeah. Yep. Nope, I do remember that a little bit. And now uh, I'm not quite as excited for sure. the young 20-year-old phenom. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. You've been wrong before, Anthony. I have many a times. Thanks, BT. We'll see you, buddy. All right, boys. I'll talk to you later this week.